Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. Our next subject is rapport. In your notes, anywhere you want, there's no place for it, just write rapport is power. Rapport is power. Earlier today we said anything you want to achieve, anything you want to learn, master, experience, there's somebody out there who has a life experience, the understanding, the network, the capital, the thing you need to be able to achieve it. But they're not going to give you what they want, or they're not going to give you what you want, rather, and need until you first give them what they want and need. And you're not even going to find out what they want and need until you first get in a relationship of rapport. If you don't do that, you're never going to learn anything. Rapport is power. What is a relationship of rapport? Rapport means total responsiveness between people. When someone is totally responding to you, and you're totally responding to them, you're in rapport. There's that connection. It's that spark that happens in certain communications or relationships. Now, everybody wants to create rapport, have it, but most people only get rapport with people who are like whom? Themselves, and they lose with everybody else, which means you've got a very limited world. So we want to take it to a different level. So let's say, for example, if I said to you right now, guys, I want you to go out to a local restaurant or bar, and I want you to meet somebody, and I want you to develop rapport with them, a connection with them. How many feel like you could do that? No problem. Say I. And if you're not raising your hand, you're probably selling yourself short. Of course you could. How would you do it, though? You'd walk in this restaurant or bar, you meet somebody, and you'd engage them in conversation by asking a few what? Questions. Now, is it possible to ask a few questions and have a conversation and go, and just die? Is that possible? Yes or no? So questions don't create rapport. Questions are a tool we use to dig for something. What are you digging for when you're asking these questions? You're trying to find something in what? That's right. So write in your notes, rapport is created by a feeling of commonality. Rapport is created by a feeling of commonality. Rapport is created by a feeling of commonality. When we, people, when we feel like we have something in common with someone, there's a spark. Now, here's the problem. If rapport is created by a feeling of commonality, most people try to get rapport by using words. But you've already learned something. What percentage of our communication skills are words? What percentage? 7%, which means you're leaving out 93% of your skills, which is why most people don't get rapport with a large number of people. You know, what do you do? You walk in a restaurant, a bar, and go, hi, what's your name? Where are you from? Why are you here? And the person says, my name's Habib. I'm from Iraq. I'm a terrorist. I'm here to kill people. And you go, amazing. Me too. No. See, words don't always work, do they? But there is something that always works to get rapport, and it's something called matching and mirroring. Matching and mirroring. Now, matching and mirroring came about 35 years ago when it's, we've all done matching and mirroring our whole lives. But the person who pointed out was Milton Erickson. Dr. Erickson was a genius. What he did was he was a medical doctor, but he also was a psychologist and a hypnotherapist, probably the best that ever lived. And people would come to see him 
who try to change everything anywhere else in their life, nothing at work. They see him for one session, he'd handle it. And the reason is because he understood something. He understood that you have both a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. And he knew the subconscious is more powerful. It's the part that makes your heart beat 100,000 times a day without having to think about it. So he knew if he could influence your subconscious mind, he could change anything, and that's what he did. But here's how he did it. He had polio, so he was in a wheelchair. So he spent an enormous amount of time studying people. And he began to notice something about human beings, that when human beings got together, if they got in rapport, a relationship of responsiveness, they became like each other in a variety of ways. What he called they mirrored each other. Now, I've taught this for 25 years, so I'm sure you've heard of it, and I've written it in my books, and it's been taught in a variety of other areas now. But it's one thing to know it intellectually or to understand it. It's another thing to know it while you're doing it, and that's what I want to get you to do tonight so you have a real experience of it that you won't forget. But here's the basis of it. People like people who are like whom? Themselves. And people don't like people who are not like themselves. To be more specific, write this down. People like people who are like themselves or who are like how they would like to be. 